I think it's a very phenomenal piece to understand Chanukah. It's uh, say from Oris Hamoedim. I'm very, I'm very into this Rav. He's on Torah anytime a lot. By the way, his name is Shmuel Zucker. It's a very big Tamachacham. I, I find this Torah to be very glott and very interesting and very out of the out of the box. So this is a piece where he describes Chanukah again. We'll run through it together. Kashen is Bainim B'tzuras The Indian, obviously, the main theme of Chanukah is lighting the Menorah. He says, when you look at the menorah, especially the menorah in the Beis Hamikdash, near Sheyeshba Dimyan Rav Adam. The truth is, this is from the Shla. The Shla already commented that there is a connection between the menorah and a person. That a menorah kind of looks like a person. It's tall. It has arms. It's kind of the Shla already commented that the menorah is sort of like a person. And he says, Emtza menorah hukmayaguf, right? That you have the, the base, the body, and you have the body, the, the spine of the menorah, the spine of a person. It has arms. It has more arms than we do, but it has arms. Okay. Even the way the menorah is described, the legs of the menorah is called yerecha, thighs. That the Pasuk describes the base of the menorah as having thighs, as having legs. So you see, there's some sort of connection between the menorah and the tzura of an Adam. So what is this Adam? Who, who is this person that when you light the menorah, you're sort of trying to reinvent yourself into what? So says of Zucker, Kamuvan, it's likely, It's most likely that the menorah symbolizes the perfected man, which is Adam Rishon before the sin. That if the menorah is a person, it's not going to be a flawed individual. It's not going to be an individual with flaws and individual struggling. It's going to be perfect, full of light, full of ar, and that's adamarishin before the sin. Which means that all of us are adamarishin post the sin. All of us are living in a world of adamarishin after the sin. But when you stand at the menorah for those eight days, onushayafim, we're desiring, umishtadlim, and we're attempting, lehiskarev, lemadregezu shaltikun adam. The Indian of Hanukkah is, and this is what he's going to talk about, it's not very long, it's just, it's very glott, it's, very, uh, it's a very wonderful piece, that the whole Indian of Hanukkah is for eight days, a Jew is attempting to live in a world that's post the sin of Adam Rishon, but to get to that point of Adam Rishon before the sin. That we're trying to, you have a flawed person lighting and becoming this perfected man. That for eight days we're able to become perfect, we're able to become Adam Rishon before the sin. That's the halavoid of Hanukkah. And the question is though, and this is what he's going to talk about, what aspect, what does it mean? You see, Adam Rishon before the sin and Adam Rishon after the sin, very different people, different world. Some things are fixable, some things are not. We spoke about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about clothing. The, the, the avoidah of clothing before the sin to after the sin changed. And it's not something necessarily you can go back in time. If, he's, if the shlo is telling us that the avoidah of Hanukkah, that the Indian of Hanukkah, is to try to make yourself that perfected man, that perfect, perfect person, Adam Rishon before the sin, the question is, what aspect? What specific aspect? What was life like before the sin that changed, that we're trying to go back. 
What specific element of Adam Rishon before the sin are we trying, are we hishtadel during the eight days of Hanukkah, are we trying to get back to that point, are we trying to perfect? What specific Nakuda? So he says, that's his question. What specific element? If I were to tell you that Indian of Hanukkah is that you're trying to get to Adam Rishon before the sin, that's a beautiful thought. But what element, what nakuda, what part of Adam Rishon are we trying to get? What are we trying to accomplish? What was life like that we're trying to go back to that point? Fine. You could skip the next paragraph. It's not a gift for now. In additional, one other point to think about, and then he's going to put this all together. Amru Chazal, Chazal tell us, We know that the Indian of Hanukkah is where you're supposed to light ideally. You're supposed to light under 10 Tvachim. Under ten tefachim from the ground, it's not a halacha now, but that's brought down in shulchan aruch. You're supposed to light lower to the ground. What part of the body is lower to the ground? Your feet. Which means you see that there's an inyan of Hanukkah, which is again the objective is to get back to Adam Rishon before the sin, and now there's a connection between that and, and the feet of a person. And what exactly is that connection? the inyan of Hanukkah that Arizal said is connected to hoid. Hoid is the legs. So it's, it's one of the legs. So what's the Indian of Hanukkah connected to feet? And what's the objective in general of Hanukkah to go back to Adam Rishon before the sin? And what's the connection to feet? So he says like this, Understand. To understand this, if you're trying to get somewhere, you got to know where you're going. If Hanukkah is trying to get to Adam Rishon before the sin, we're trying to go back to the world that was, then you have to try to figure out what was that world? What was going on there? So says the Ramban, what was, what was life like before the sin, specifically, that we're trying to attain? It was different in many aspects. But in some aspects it was the same. And I think what I'm about to explain from the Ramban, I think is the explanation that a lot of kids have. When I was a kid, I think if you go to the average kid, not even you don't even have to be that old, the young kids, and you ask them, what was, what was the difference before the sin and after the sin? They all say the same thing, which is, before the sin, the Yetzirah was out of the body, and now it's in the body. I never understand what that means. What, what does it mean that, okay, the Nachash was external, and now it's internal? Look at what the Ramban says. The Ramban, I think, is touching this point. The Ramban says, what was life like? What was life like? What changed, and what will be? you know, the way it will be when Mashiach comes. So says the Ramban, the Ramban writes this in a couple places, in Parshas Bereshis, The natural desire, the natural inclination of a person was to serve Hashem. The Yetzirah was external. What that means is the natural draw. If you just put him status quo, his status quo is to serve Hashem. You had to work to sin. You had to overcome your taivas to sin. That's what life was like. The natural teva, the natural inclination, the natural desire of Adam Rishon was to serve Hashem. It was like a chiddush that he sinned. He made a cheshven. He, he had to think about it. He had to act. It had to be an active, you know, the status quo was not, was not to sin. The status quo was to be a tzaddik. That's what the Ramban says. And the Ramban also writes, And the Ramban, according to his shita, says that that's what Mashiach, in the times of Mashiach, that's what life will be like. That the natural inclination is to serve Hashem. And of course you could sin, but it's very, very hard, and it's going against your nature. I've mentioned this story in the past, but I'll mention again. Um, Rav Zalik, I was like a, 
the last uh, the last year that Rav Zelik Epstein was giving shir, I was able to go to his shir. In Sharatar, you can only go to his shir when you were in 12th grade and up. That was the rule. So when I was in 12th grade, it was the last year Rav Zelik was giving shir. And it was a, it was, it was a, a tremendous, tremendous, uh, lifelong schus to be able to see him give shir. It was, a, it was a, you see a mamish, a tzaddik, walk in, and, and he gave shir, and he was in his upper 90s. And I remember after one of the shiurim, he was talking about, he mentioned paro. Paro, and, and that Hashem was uh, made hard in his heart. So someone asked, what does it mean hard in his heart? What about Bechira, right? Hard in his heart means that he, he, can't, he can't do good. What about Bechira? What about free will? So I'll never forget this. There was a hundred, I'm sure I mentioned the story in the past, but there was a hundred Bachim around him. And Rizalik turned to him and he said, could you walk down uh, uh, Times Square naked? So, so the guy, when anytime you're talking to Rizalik, you're very nervous and in front of a hundred people. He said, I'm, I'm sorry. And he said, could you walk down Times Square naked? So, um, first of all, I can tell you, as a part of the crowd, we all thought never he's older and uh, getting confused. So, the, the, so he says, uh, so the Rosh Hashiva said, can you walk down Times Square naked? So the Bachar said, does the Rebbe want me to? Does the Rebbe want me to? He said, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm not asking you to. I'm asking if you could. So the Bachar said, I could. He said, would you? He said, of course not. But it's an option? Yeah, it's an option. So it's against your will. It's not against your will, meaning your status quo is to, is to not want to do this. It's to stay clothed. You could do it, but it would be crazy. But it's an option. It's just going against every fiber of your being. He said, that's what Paro was like. Paro could also do a mitzvah. But it was an option. He had Bechira, but it was so outlandish for him. It was so against his nature. It was like a healthy person walking down Times time, time Square, naked, as he said. So, would harden his heart mean that Hashem changed his natural teva, that his natural teva was to, 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 to go against Kalal Yisrael? It was an option. Everything's an option, but it was an outlandish option. That's what life was like. Adam Rishon before this and was the opposite. Adam Rishon, his natural teva was to serve Hashem. The natural inclination was to serve Hashem. That was the teva. That was the natural status quo, the instinct. The instinct of Adam Rishon was to serve Hashem. And that's what life will be like. Of course he could sin. He did sin. But it was hard. <laughs> he had to work hard to sin. Mefurish Bidvarov, the Ramban is telling us, It was, there was no desire to sin. The desire was to serve Hashem. You could sin. It was hard. And that's what life will be like. The natural desire of a person before the sin was naturally to serve Hashem. But what happened after the sin? After the sin, there was a cataclysmic change. And now after the sin, the natural instinct is to not serve Hashem. The natural instinct is to sin. That naturally, teva, the natural physicality of the world drags you away from God. As opposed to before the sin, where the physicality of the world actually somehow brought you closer. Now, so if before the sin you had to work to sin, after Adam Rishon's chet, now you have to work to be a tzaddik. Now if you just let a kid and, and you don't teach him anything, and you don't interfere, interfere in his life, he's going to naturally go off, as opposed to Adam Rishon before the sin. He says, After the sin, the teva changed. And now the natural environment of the world and physicality of the world is dragging you away from Hashem, and now you have to work hard. Now you have to work really hard to be a tzaddik. So the teva of reality is dragging you away as opposed to before, the teva of reality is dragging you towards God. The Indian of Hanukkah is for eight days, a Jew is able, and the more you daven and the more you purify yourself, the more it helps, 
But for eight days, the avoid of Hanukkah is to get back to that stat, that status of Adam Rishon before this in meaning, where your natural inclination is to serve Hashem. Where for eight days you don't have to fight it. You don't have to overcome. All of a sudden for eight days, again, the more you're connected to Torah Mitzvah, the easier this will be. But for eight days, all of a sudden, you're not fighting as much. It's not, it's not a struggle. It's like other mission, a little bit of the taste of the world that was of other mission before this, and where your teva is naturally. The inning of the menorah is to, is, to, is to naturally go sort of on its own. The menorah is to allow a Jew to not have to work so hard. To just, to just, you wind the toy and it just goes. So says Rav Zucker, an amazing thing. The whole Indian of the Menorah is to go back to the world that was, which was just naturally like, like, a, like, a, like a moving sidewalk, just taking you to God. He says something amazing. Think about how, a lot of stuff I'll say is how it's I think about how the Menorah was made. It's the most unique Kli in the base of Mikdush. It's the one that we know that Moshe Rabbeinu had a hard time understanding how to do it. Right? A person outside of the sin, it's hard to know what life was like. So what did Hashem say? Throw it in the fire. It happened on its own. It came out on its own. Because that's the whole, the in of the menorah, the whole in of the menorah is the natural, just naturally goes to God. As if, poof, as if it was made on its own. You don't have to work so hard. So he says, Shazarak Moshe Moshe throws the gold into the fire. Comes out on its own. It's like it was naturally being made on its own to God. Because that's the whole Indian of the menorah. That the whole Indian of the menorah is, is, is that it's naturally dragging you. That the teva of a Jew is naturally... The truth is, this is, while it's true for only eight days, the truth is throughout the rest of the year, that, that, that's really how Hashem created the world. The neshama of a person, the truth is, this is a big Yisait from the Balatanya. It's one of the most famous Yisaitis of the Balatanya in Parakutas. Right, Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam. Right, a person's neshama is compared to a flame. What is the Balatani says? In what capacity? In what in what way is the neshama compared to a flame? So the Balatani says famously, where is the source of all fire? Shemayim, right? Shemayim is Asian mind. The Balatani says you could hold up a candle in every direction. What's going to happen? It always goes up. The flame naturally wants to go back to its source, even though says the Balatani, if it were to go back to its source, it would lose its essence. It's like a suicidal urge to naturally go back to the source. The Balatani says that's a neshama. The neshama of a Jew is naturally wanting. The neshama of a Jew never left that world of Adam Rishon before the sin. It always wants to go on its own. It always wants to just serve Hashem. The rest of the year, we're covering it up and covering it up and covering it up to the point where now you have to work hard to serve Hashem. For eight days, Hashem like removes a little bit of the of the of the of the of the, of the of the covering. And a little bit, that light of the neshama, that natural light of the neshama comes through. And for eight days, you're naturally just a little more drawn to God, a little more just easier. You don't have to fight so hard. He says an amazing thing for the Chassam Seifer. We know that the menorah had, 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 six, had three branches on either side, right? Had seven, seven branches in the Beis Amigdash. So the Pasuk says, El mul which means that the center one goes up, and the three on the right side are all facing towards the middle, and the ones on the left side are facing towards the middle, which means that when you put the wicks, you have to push it, put the wicks facing inside, and put the wicks facing, facing in. Says Chassam Seifer, no you didn't. Chassam Seifer says it was a natural miracle that the wicks naturally drew on their own. Because that's the whole Indian of Menorah. 
The end of the menorahs for eight days, Klal Yisrael gets to be themselves. They get to just naturally serve Hashem without, without having difficulty, without having it to feel heavy, without having to hear shiurim to try to get to serve Hashem. You get to just naturally, it just happens easily. And all of a sudden, sinning is like, that's a strange thing. That's the Indian of the Menorah. It's the Adam Rishon before the sin reality. So if you go, he says, in the following paragraph, he's Dalit. The Indian of the Menorah is to get that back to the world that was, which, which is just naturally serving Hashem, the natural Teva. Just naturally Teva is serving Hashem. You don't have to fight, and it's easy. And that's what takes place during eight days. What part of the body symbolizes that? Meaning, if you want to know if it's easy, if something's easy, what part of the body symbolizes that? So you, you know the body has three parts. There's the mind, there's the intellect, and then there's the feet. The feet are the instincts. The feet just walk. I'm sure you've had this. There's a, I've, I've told this story in the past. There's a, there's a big Rosh Hashiva. My, my brother went to him, Rav Yankel Jolman. Going awesome, mamish like a like a different type of brilliant, like knows kolatarakula backwards and forwards type, mamish like Rochein Kanievsky type. That that mamish that that level brilliant. And the story goes that when he was in Chaim Berlin, when he was a Shalomishim Chaim Berlin, he once walked into the base medrash holding a bag of garbage. So they asked him, "What are you doing here?" Because he's he's a little bit in his own world. So they said, "What are you doing here?" He said, "He he his wife had asked him to take the garbage out, and his legs just took him." And he just naturally went to the base matters. That was the, the folklore. So that my brother, when he once ate by the Rosh Hashiva, he asked the wife if, if it's true. And supposedly she said, she said, no, of course not. I would never trust him with garbage. That's what she said. I don't know. But, but his feet just took him. The feet just take you. If you want to know the part of the body that's connected to this Yisoyed of other mission before the sin, of just natural teva, of just naturally going to God without thinking, without feeling, just naturally, that's the feet. Which means the Indian of the Menorah is to what? Is to fit the feet, is to fix the feet of Klal Yisrael. It's not to fix the mind and it's not to fix the heart because you don't need that on Hanukkah. You don't need to think about God, you don't need to feel it. It just naturally happens, your feet just take you. The avoid of Hanukkah is to fix the Raglayim. Where do we light? We light under ten Tvachim. He says over here, Kedil Adas, if a Jew wants to know, if a Jew wants to know, if a Jew wants to know, if you want to know what's your natural tendency are you naturally drawn to God or is it a struggle look at your feet if you have to, do you have to drag yourself to shul or are you gliding right that's the right if people have a pep in the step they're excited they just go if you're dragging yourself to work it means you don't really want to go there you're being machriach you're fighting but if your teva is to right people they love what they're doing they just walk they just go because the Teva is taking them there. So he says, Look at your feet. What did David Amelech say? David Amelech said, I thought about my ways. And my feet are testimonies. What does that mean? Says Rashi. Says Rashi. David Amelech said every day. He was the king. He had a lot of meetings. He had a lot of uh, you know, bureaucracy. David Amelech said, Every day I think about what I have to do during the day. I have to go this meeting, that meeting, that meeting. But what says? What says? But says ragli the base medrash. My feet just take me to the base medrash. Not thinking, just teva. The teva naturally. David Melch had to fight to leave the base medrash because David Melch 
We know that Adam Rishon, Adam is Aleph, Dalid, Mem. Adam, David, Mashiach. Davra Melech was Adam Rishon before the sin. So Adam Rishon, he, he got to that Madrego, he, his feet were fixed, his feet were flying. Because he got to that point where his Teva, his Teva was just to serve Hashem. That for eight days, on, in the month of Kislev, we're able to be Zaycha, to live, to taste that world of Davra Melech, where you just, you don't have to fight so much. Everything's a struggle, everything's a struggle. You don't have to struggle during Hanukkah. Hanukkah's easy. Most people's favorite holiday is Hanukkah. Hanukkah is easy. There's no, there's no, there's not, there's no yom tif. You could still drive. You could still do the things. But it's nice and it's it's easy. The Indian of Hanukkah is to go back to Adam Ashalim. It's the light that menorah, that perfected person, but not the person that the goyim have on the wall. That very very flawed individual, a real person. Adam Rishon before the sin, and the way to fix it is to get back to that point of teva, to your feet naturally just walk. Says like this, an amazing thing. By the way, that means, if you think about it, that the Nachash, when the Nachash was fighting Adamarishan, what was he trying to attack? He was trying to attack Adamarishan's natural teva. He was trying to attack Adamarishan's feet. What did the Medrash famously say? The Nachash originally had feet. And then when it sinned, he lost its feet. What does it mean? It means the Nachash cut down the feet of reality. That the feet of reality, everyone's feet naturally took them to God. And the Nachash, because of his sin, naturally made it that the teva of a person is that your feet take you away from God. He cut down the feet of reality and therefore as Midah Kenegamidah, he lost his feet. That's the whole fight, the fight of Anamarishan and the fight of the Nachash. And by the way, that's the fight of the Messiah, the Yavanim also. The Yavanim are fighting against Klal Yisrael. They're fighting against our feet. They're not fighting. There are other elements too, but they're trying to make it that the natural teva of a Jew is to fight, is to make it hard. They're trying to cover up that natural teva of the neshama. So he says like this. He adds an amazing aside. If the whole Indian of Hanukkah is to get back to Adam Rishon before the sin, which is perfecting the feet of Klal Yisrael, that your natural teva is to walk to God, that your teva, just, you just go on your own, you don't have to fight, you don't have to overcome, Ner Hashem Nishma Adam, that your neshama just always goes up to its source. The Gemara says that there was one person who looked like Adam Rishon. The Gemara says, which means that Yaakov Vinu looked like Adam Rishon. They looked alike. So Pashim Shat, they looked alike. What does it mean they look alike? It means that Yaakov Vinu got to that point of Adam Rishon before the sin. What does the Medrash tell us? When Adam Rishon in next week's parasha, in Yaakov Avinu in next week's parasha, he goes back and he's alone. He goes back to get the small jars the small jars, and he's attacked by Esav. What does the Megalamukas famously say? When he went back to get the small jars, what jars was he getting? Megalamukas says he was getting the jars of oil that will be used on Hanukkah. Which means that Yaakov Avinu got to that point of Adam Rishon before the sin where your teva is naturally taking you to God and therefore he's going back to get the jars of oil to try to instill that ability for the Jewish people to get back to that point. And it's at that moment that he's trying to help Klal Yisrael get back to that point of Adam Rishon before the sin forever that what happens? The Nachash comes back in the reincarnation as Esav and what does he attack? He attacks the legs. He tries to dislocate Yaakov's legs. Because it was refighting. It's that fight happening again and again. So Yaakovinu gets to that point of Adam Rishon before the sin where it's not just his mind is perfect and it's not just his emotions are perfect, that his feet just take him to God. And therefore he goes back to get those jars, those those Pach Shemen, and the Megalamukai says that it's not just a Pach Shemen, it was the Pach Shemen. Because he's trying to give the 
It's the Rafua Kaidul Lamaka that he's trying to give those jar of oil that will eventually be used by Klal Yisrael to get back to that point. So it wasn't enough for Yaakov Avinu to be living in that state. He wanted Klal Yisrael to be able to get there every year. So he takes those jars of oil and he goes back and he tries to save it for Klal Yisrael. And it's Dafka that moment that Esav comes back and Esav fights him. And what does Esav do? He dislocates his leg. Because Esav is fighting the legs. Esav is trying to attack. Esav is trying to stop us from Hanukkah. Esav is trying to not have us enjoy the eight days of Hanukkah. Esav is trying to fight it, not just the mind of Klal Yisrael, the legs of Klal Yisrael, the instincts of Klal Yisrael. And all of that is happening again every Yom Tov. He says this in Oishei, that Yaakovinu gets to that point of other mission before the sin, that Yaakovinu is perfect, and Yaakovinu is able to walk, to walk towards God naturally. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says that Vayise Yaakov es Raglov. In this exparsha, it worked out nicely. In this exparsha, after Yaakov you know, gets the message from Hashem, he wakes up from the dream, he says, Yaakov, Raglov. Yaakov picks up his feet and he walks. So what does Rashi say? He was in a good mood because he just got good news. So he, he walked like he was like a skip in a step, like a pep in a step. He was like running on air. You know what it means to walk? He lifted up his feet. He, he perfected walking. That he got to that point of other mission before the sin that his feet just took him to God. That his feet naturally took him. That he was able to get to fix the raglayim of of Adamarishan, that he was able to fix the Teva. And therefore, if the Indian of Hanukkah is to get all of us to taste that Madrega, that's why Yaakovinu, when he's going back, he's getting that Pach Shem and he's getting those jars of oil in order to sort of help us for eight days a year to try to get back to that point. And it's Davka then that the Nachash comes back in the form of the Sarish Aleisav, that he comes back in the form of the Malach of Esav, and he attacks Yaakov and he specifically tries to dislocate the legs of Yaakov Avinu to try to cut down the legs of Klal Yisrael. That's what's happening every eight days of Hanukkah. But what happens? Yaakov even survives. The Indian of Hanukkah. The Indian of Hanukkah is this. It's perfecting that Madrega. It's perfecting. It's going back to Adam Rishon before the sin. And what that means is specifically that the Teva of Kalal Yisrael is able to be what they are always supposed to be. And that is that the natural instinct of a Jew. I, I, I think I mentioned this at Yossi, um, by my nephew's uh, uh, Upsharon. So, um, so an upsharon, right? The, what's the Indian of an upsharon? The upsharon is at the age of three, you give him a haircut, and the halachic reason for this is is you're being mechanich the kid, that you're giving him the first mitzvah. One of the first mitzvahs is payis. So you're cutting the rest of the hair, and you're not touching the payis. So you're showing him the mitzvah of payis. That's the Indian of of of, of the upsharon. So Yasi said a very very beautiful point. He made a very quick point. It's a beautiful point. He said. The whole Indian is you being mechanechim publicly. Publicly you mechanechim the mitzvah of payas. Payas, you're not giving him anything. Right? You're not giving the kid payas. All you're doing is you're cutting away all the tumah, you're cutting away all the shmutz, all the other hairs, and the payas are naturally there. He says the Indian of mechanech children, mechanech yourself, mechanech others, it's a good horror. The Indian of mechanech yourself, you don't have to do anything. You're not giving them anything. You're not giving them payas. You're not giving them. You're not giving them this. You're just removing all the extra hair, the excess hair, and all of a sudden, naturally, you're just revealing what was always there. That's the end of Hanukkah. Hanukkah is not really doing anything new. Hanukkah is allowing the neshama, as the Baltania said, Nerash and Nishma Sadam, that for eight days the neshama is allowing to be itself. And it's allowing to be comfortable. And it's allowing to walk towards God. And not just to think and not to feel. You don't have to think, you have to feel. You're just going. It's like when you're driving and you know where you're going, sometimes you wake up, you're like, oh, I, I didn't even, I, I, I don't know how I got here. 
That's because that's how connected you are to the road. That's the inner Hanukkah. It's for eight days. The, the Sari Shalaisov loses. Yaakovina wins. Adam, David, Mashiach. They're all able to reveal themselves after eight days. You get to be yourself. It's the inner payas. You don't have to do anything new. You don't have to do fancy. You don't have to fight. That's the point. Hanukkah is easy. Hanukkah is supposed to be pleasant. It's supposed to be easy. It's not a time to stress. It's not a time for fighting. It's a time where you, where you don't have to fight anymore. By the way, that's the, that's the whole Indian of Netzach and Hoid. He talks about this later. The Netzach and Hoid are the two legs. Whatever this means in a, in a parts of. Netzach and Hoid are two ways of fighting the Yitzhahara. Netzach means to subjugate. Right? If let's say you have a, a guy breaks in, right? I have the citizen app, so I'm seeing a lot of things that I should, that's not good <laughs> in this neighborhood. It's freaking me out all the time. This, 400 feet away, 500 feet away. What happens if Chas V'Shalom some breaks into your house and you hold him down until the cops come? You won. It's Netzach. Hoid is where you don't, you don't have to fight. Hoid is where the bad guy lays his arms down and he says, I'm not going to be bad anymore. Hoid is where the Yitzhahara, you don't have to fight it. The Indian Hanukkah is Hoid. Hoid means that you don't have to fight anymore. It's not like you're taking this two different ways. You could throughout the year, you have this, this there's a Maisa from the Tzemach Tzedek, that someone, a Baal Musa once told the Tzemach Tzedek that he described Musa in the following way. He said it's like a dog. They have a dog that's trying to bite people. So he said, that, he said Baal Musa tells you, it, uh, Baal Musa is, you break the teeth. You remove the teeth. That's what Musa does. It removes the teeth. So you can't bite anymore. As he told Tzemach Tzedek. Tzemach said, Chassidus teaches you you're not a dog. As he says, Chassidus teaches you you're not a dog. Meaning, throughout the year, where there's a struggle, where our teva is not to serve Hashem, and our teva is fighting us, so it's like a dog. You have to, you have to hold him down. You have to hold the Yitzhahara down. You have to beat him, but you have to hold it down. Hayid is for eight days, there's no fight. Hayid is where it's Haidah, where the Yitzhahara lays his arms down, and he says, I'll let you be yourself. I'll let you be your national. You don't have to fight me anymore. You're not a dog anymore. You see, the rest of the year we look at ourselves like a dog. You have to fight it. You have to break the teeth. Not to break the teeth. It's a different way. For eight days, you have to re- reveal who you really are. To uncover the Nerashem Nishrasal. You're not a dog anymore. For eight days, you get to be hoid. That's in Hanukkah. For eight days, you go back to other religion before the sin. Natural tevas to serve Hashem. There's no fighting anymore. Your feet. And the way to know this is the raglayim, is the feet are perfected. So you like the menorah below ten tvachim to fix the raglayim, to fix the instincts of Klal Yisrael. That for eight days, you get to be yourself. We should all be to be ourselves for eight days. The truth is, we should be ourselves the rest of the year. But for eight days, it should be revealed who we really are. Easy, easy, pleasant to naturally walk towards Hashem. And that's the avoid of Mashiach. Mashiach will reveal this. We shall be able to walk, to be on our own, to walk on our own. Abiyaz Gael